0: Set your spirit on fire and let Dr. LaWanna Steins guide you to a life of purpose and fulfillment. To reach Dr. LaWanna Steins, call 760-315-1967 or visit atouchfromabove.org. And now here's your A Touch From Above host, Dr. LaWanna Steins.
1: God bless you. Thank you so much for joining. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Hallelujah. How's your day going? Is it going okay? Having a hard time? Hang in there. Our God is a good God. Amen? Hallelujah. Well, you know what? I'm so excited all that God is doing. I have to share something. I don't know if you've ever had uh, freeze-dried candies. Oh, my goodness. I have to tell you. I'm hoping to uh, put this young lady uh, somewhere on our website, maybe under sponsors or something. But anyway, she's uh, an amazing young lady that comes to our church. Kingdom candies, God gave her a revelation and an idea. And I'm telling you what, within a month, she had a full business going just freeze-dried candy and fruit. Oh, my goodness, it tastes so yummy. Anyway, uh, if you like freeze-dried candy or if you've never tried it, oh, my goodness, support the kingdom, support this ministry, you know, purchase some of her candy. How? Kingdom candy candy. It's uh, www.kingdomcandy with a K. Candy with a K, K A N D Y, shop.com. It's so awesome. And uh, Judy's her name, write to her. Kingdom candy, kingdom, K I N G D O M, candy, K A N D Y, shop.com. Hallelujah. Freeze dried candy. It's so yummy. Oh my goodness. I tried it for the first time. I told her, I can't get in the habit of trying that. I'm going to be in big trouble. But anyway, there's so many different things uh, going on on our ministry at Touch From Above. So I want to encourage you, please t- touch the top of your head real quick. Touch the top of your head, those of you who are listening. Oh, there you go. Touch From Above. Remember that. Touch the top of your head at touchfromabove.org, touchfromabove.com, touchfromabove.net, touchfromabove.org. You can catch our website and it's so important. You can see all that's going on from conferences to play productions to church service to our prayer mountain to our radio program. Oh, my goodness, there's so much. So, anyway, don't forget to uh, log on. I want to read you a portion of scripture in Proverbs chapter 2. Oh, my goodness. Oh, making impact. That's what this is called making impact. Proverbs chapter 2, verse 1. My son. If you receive my words and treasure my commands within you, so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek for her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, oh, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He's a shield to those who walk uprightly. He guards the paths of the justice and preserves the way of saints. Then you will understand righteousness and justice, iniquity and good path. When wisdom enters your heart, listen up, And knowledge is pleasant to your soul. Discretion will preserve you. Understanding will keep you to deliver you from the way of evil. From the man who speaks perverse things. From those who leave the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. Oh, my goodness. Can I tell you that God's word is filled with hidden treasures? Do you know that every single morning at 6.30, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I forgot to even announce this, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Oh, sorry, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Thank you. Somebody just pointed at me and go, no, 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 Tuesday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, 6.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. On my Facebook, how how can you find my Facebook? I'm glad you asked that question. D-R, no space, L-U-A-U-N-A, space, S-T-I-N-E-S. That's my name, Dr. Luana Steins on Facebook. If you go to that Facebook at 6.30 a.m., I am reading. We read through the entire Bible every year. I've been doing this for 40 years. We didn't, of course, have Facebook uh, at that time. We have also a conference prayer line, but we are able to take it now to Facebook, and hopefully we're looking at doing YouTube as well. So let me tell you, there's all these things that are available To help you grow in God. You know, I was reading an article in the early 1900s. A 16 year old William Whitening Borden graduated from Chicago High School. He was an heir of the Borden fortune. Before Borden became his Ivy League education at Yale University, his parents sent him on a trip around the world for his graduation present. Early in Borden's life, he'd come to Christ through a great ministry of D.L. Moody. While on his trip around the world, something happened that no one expected. As Borden traveled through Asia, the Middle East, and Europe, he felt a growing burden for the world's hurting people. Oh my goodness, what happened? Borden wrote a letter to his parents and informed them that he wanted to spend the remainder of his life being a missionary. Ah, Upon hearing the news... One of his friends remarked that he would be throwing his life away as a missionary. Upon his return, Borden went on to Yale University and graduated. Then he studied and graduated from Princeton Theological Seminary. When Borden finished his Ivy League education, he boarded a ship for China to serve as a missionary. Due to his passion to reach the Muslim people, oh, he thought, I'd better stop in Egypt to learn the Arabic language. And while he was in Egypt, 25-year-old Borden contracted spinal meningitis. Within a month, the young Borden was dead. He died. Can I tell you that a wave of sorrow went through the entire world when the news went out? When the news of Borden's death was cabled back to the United States— Nearly every major American newspaper reported on it. As stated in his biography, a wave of sorrow went around the world. He not only gave up his fortune, but himself to be a missionary. You see, Borden had walked away from his wealthy fortune to take the gospel of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. Most regarded it, ah, it's just a tragedy. However, gotta listen up. God took the tragedy and did something far greater than Borden could ever, ever do himself. When thousands of young men and women read Borden's story in the newspaper of America, guess what happened? It inspired them to leave all that they had and give up their lives to reach the nation with the gospel of Jesus Christ. Can I tell you, it's so amazing what God can do. And when Borden's parents were given his Bible— you have to hear this. When when his parents received Borden's Bible, they found the following. Just after he renounced his fortune to go into the uh, uh, missions, he wrote the words "No reserve." His father told him he would always have a job in the company. And then a little bit later, when his go- his father was getting so angry at him because you know he couldn't get him to come back. And then later at that point, his father told him, you know what? Forget it. You're never going to work at this company again. And at that time, that young Borden wrote in his Bible the situation. And then he wrote in his Bible, no retreat. Wow. Then they discovered in the Bible written shortly after his death, just before his death in Egypt, just before he died, he wrote, no regrets, no reserve, no retreat, no regret. Was his life a waste? No, not from God's perspective. God used his life and death to call thousands and thousands and thousands of young men and women to leave all that they had to reach the entire world, to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. You see, God did greater things through Borden's story than he'd ever, that he'd ever do with Borden in China. You see, God has a bigger plan. There are always, always those who try to stop you from being all that Christ has called you to be. Do you understand? I'm a woman preacher. I've been preaching for 43 years. I used to have to say, Well, I'm an evangelist because I was a woman preacher, and people would say, Women ain't supposed to preach. Did you read Timothy? Timothy says. It's like, Hello? Tell me what Timothy really says. Have you really read what Timothy says? Who is Timothy talking to? And what is the grammar, the history, and the context? Most people can't tell you that. And what is the comment where where he says, and she shall be saved in childbearing? What are you telling me? And uh, do you see? It says, nevertheless, she will be saved in childbearing if they continue in faith, love, and holiness with self-control. What does that have to do with Timothy and women preaching? You see, most people can't tell you the context. Most people can't tell you the history, and it took me many, many years. See, I used to try to justify myself. Well, you know, uh, God called me. Well, well, you're a, you're a single woman preaching. You're, you're you're a woman preaching. Oh, Yes, but oh, I'm an evangelist. I'm an evangelist. And then one day, God spoke to me. And one day, let me tell you why God spoke to me. Because one day I said, you know, God can use a jackass to get his work done because God used the the donkey in the Old Testament. And God rebuked me. The Holy Spirit rebuked me so bad. He said, how dare you call yourself and compare yourself to the donkey? You are a daughter of a king. And I said, Lord, I tell you what, I got on my knees and I repented. I said, I'm sorry, Lord, I'm finding myself trying to justify and the Lord just said, Don't justify yourself. I've called you. You see, throughout the throughout the years and history, the devil always tried to stop people from preaching. You know, this young Borden, my goodness, they did not want him to fulfill the call. And throughout the Bible, Satan is at work. You know, people are even filled with demons trying to stop do you remember in the book of Acts? These are men of the most high God. These are women of the most high God. These are men of the most high God. That woman that was screaming and hollering in the middle of the revival, and they Paul got irritated and said, you know what? Come out of her in Jesus' name. She had a demon. She wasn't called by God. That young girl had a demon and was trying to stop the gospel. You see, no matter where you are, In your Christian walk, the devil will always try to keep you from going one step further. What God's working on is your character. He wants you to be filled with his word. He wants you to be transparent. You see, but God has a people who won't back down, even though pain and trials. When God called me, I knew that God had called me. I'd only been saved a year. I didn't know the Bible. I didn't know anything, but I knew God had called me. So I thought, okay, like Abraham Lincoln. I read a book from Abraham Lincoln where Abraham Lincoln was running for president, and he didn't make it the first time. And his mother said, you must prepare for when your day comes. And he said, Mom, I failed. He goes, you didn't fail. You must prepare for when your day comes. And she brings him the Bible. And then the second time, Abraham Lincoln tried to uh, run for president again. He didn't make it. And he looked at his mom, and said, Mom, I failed. Mom, I, you know, I don't know. And his mom said, You must prepare for when your day comes. So then the third time he made it, can I tell you that we prepare for when our day comes? So that first year that I knew that God had called me to preach, I began to prepare for when my day comes. I begin to read the Bible over and over and over and over again, and I begin to say, "What can I do?" I started my first women's home. Never did I dream that we'd end up with three, six, seven, eight women's homes all together. A um, couple of them in Colorado, a couple of them in Oregon, and now, Lord be willing, coming up here in San Diego. See, but God has a people won't back down. Did I go through pain? Yes. Did I go through sorrow? Did I go through trial? Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Joseph's brother. What about Joseph's brother who hated, who hated Joseph? Why? Because Joseph had a dream and a vision. He had a call of God on his life. Can I tell you? You find it even in Exodus chapter thirty-two when Moses came down from the mountain with the laws of God, only to find Aaron. Aaron. Oh yeah, Aaron. Want to slap Aaron? whom he loved and trusted. Here he's making a golden calf to worship for the people. Later you find in Numbers in chapter 12, again you find Miriam and Aaron speaking against Moses. Come on. And within a short time in Numbers 13, you'll find the promised land is so close, but yet 10 leaders speak death over the promised land, not believing in God's power and authority. Forty years were thrown away. You see, you have to remember throughout God's word, the devil has always tried to stop the promise of God. In Numbers chapter 16, you find where over 250 leaders that came together to fight against Moses. Why? Because of greed and because of their pride, they were so full of rebellion. That was rebellion in full force. What happened in that rebellion? Well, I'll tell you what happened in that rebellion. You can read it on your own in Numbers chapter 16. That rebellion of those 250 leaders caused four 15,700 people to die in a plague because of rebellion why Satan's not lazy Satan is fast at work he never stops but hold on I want you to know like Borden God has a remnant God has men and women. I am so excited. I forgot to tell you about that, too. We started our university this year. Uh, I think we started in January. Our university, we have, you know, we just started it. We're hopefully working out the whole program so we can take it live on, uh, um, excuse me, on our computer, take it worldwide. But right now, we're having classes up at the Prayer Mountain Sunday morning at 9 a.m., our A Touch From Above Christian University. And I'm so excited about that. But see, God always tries to stop. He tries to stop. But we have some awesome students that are there, and they're studying. They're learning the Word of God. I'm so excited because God has a remnant. God has a people who have a will to fight for what's right. You see, we were once slaves to Satan. You heard me. But Jesus broke those chains and brought us out of darkness. The chains of sin and darkness have been broken. Oh, where a people are called and they're separated and chosen by God, consecrated, a royal priesthood, separated unto the holiness of God. We said, Jesus, not our way, but your way. We want to do your will. You see, Jesus is not blind to the corruption of man today. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. You don't think that God sees the junk that's happening around our nation Do you think that homosexuality is a new thing in the sight of God? No. Obviously, you haven't read Genesis chapter 19, and you haven't read Judges chapter 19. They had pride way back then. Well, what happened then? Well, Genesis chapter 19, verse 4, Now before they lay down, the men of the city, the men of Sodom, both young and men and old, and all the people surrounded the house, and cried, Bring them out so we can have sex with them. That's what that verse meant. All these men, they thought those two men, He didn't realize they were angels of God, bringing destruction upon Sodom and Gomorrah and surrounding areas. Can I tell you, the devil, there's nothing new under the sun. Satan is not lazy. He's busy working. How about you? Are you working? Are you working for Jesus? Are you accomplishing God's job? You know, in 1 Samuel, you'll find young David's brothers that are so filled with jealousy. This young man has a call of God on his life. God separated young David, set him apart. Later, King Saul is filled with hate and tries to kill young David. Later, his own son, Absalom, undermines his own father. David's authority is king. Oh, my goodness. You don't think the devil is busy Satan is always busy. He always tries to stop the word of God. But you and I have to understand something. No weapon formed against us will prosper And greater is the God who dwells within us Than he is in the world We are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus Who strengthens us You and I have to understand something very powerful When you get this word down Inside of your heart And you are filled with the Holy Ghost And power, Acts one eight, You shall receive power When the Holy Spirit has come upon you You shall become witnesses unto all nations There is nothing that can stop that witness There is something inside of you. That's what happened to that young board. and Let me tell you, when he got the call of God on his life, there was no stopping him. When God called me that year after I was saved, that was 43 years ago, I knew that I was called. No, I didn't have to announce it. No, 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 I just had to live it. I went and got me gospel tracts, and I started passing out gospel tracts everywhere I went everywhere I went. Our church went from 87 people at that time in Colorado, and I was just loving Jesus and inviting everybody I could. We went from 87 people all the way over to 1,200 people, and it was a short time. We saw a, a revival come. I was in morning prayer. I'd get in the prayer room, and I'd pray, pray, pray. I'd pray in the Spirit, and I'd speak the Word over our church, and I would invite more people because that was what God had called us for. I could not restrain what God did in my life. Uh, I had been so broken. I had been rejected. I had a murdered husband. I had fought through cancer, you know, raising two children. Jesus had set me free. I felt like the woman at the well. I got to go tell everybody about Jesus. I just got to tell everybody about Jesus because he's so wonderful. He's so good. And I couldn't help it. And I'm telling you what, 43 years later, I'm still doing the same thing. And this is why I'm beckoning you to come to Jesus. Come to Jesus while there is yet still time. I am so excited to share and to teach and to train and equip men and women. Do you realize how many women out there are called to God, but they have been told? And one of these days, I'm going to preach a whole entire sermon on it. It's actually going to be one of our first uh, classes launched out about women in ministry. And I'm not talking about liberal, liberated rebels that tear off their bra and walk in the streets and cut their hair like a man and hate men. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the liberty that comes in Jesus. I'm talking where the Spirit of the Lord is there is liberty. And there is a harvest that needs to be won. And Jesus is looking for both men and women to rise to his call. And that young man, Borden, When he gave up all that he had and he said, I want to be a missionary, you know, I don't know about you, but I am a missionary to America. God has called me. He called me back from Korea to come to America and say, build a place of prayer and preach my word. And he gave me the very first word God gave me on that prayer mountain, on the top peak of our prayer mountain. I went to go sit up there. There was a nice big rock there. We hadn't put the cross up there yet. I was sitting up on that cross, and the Holy Spirit just stirred my heart and said, My name will be whispered on the wings of the wind from this mountaintop, across the boundaries of this water, and across the globe. My name will be whispered on the wings of the wind from this mountaintop. And, you know, it has been a miracle of God's grace. We reach the whole world from that mountaintop, and I humbly say, in the grace of God, that is a miracle. When people come in large groups from Seattle, and they're all from Kenya and they're praying, when a large group comes, 39 people, Pastor Davet, and he's from Eritrea, Africa, which is up by Egypt, when a team comes from Israel and they brought me the shofar, and brought me my first shofar, and they stood on the top of that mountain, and their name was Moses and Israel. It's like, oh, my goodness. And then I see people come, like the lady that came from Florida, someone that comes in from New Mexico, or somebody that's coming in from Mexico or South America or Argentina. Um, we've had a group all the way from um there it's a china church of china here in San Diego and that pastor brings his team of 30 and they're singing in their beautiful chinese chinese language uh, christian praise or when they bring the koreans you know yongwa yongwa hallelujah yongwa yongwa when i hear them praise and worship and i hear different people all around the prayer mountain that's their time that's their time of prayer oh, it just touches my heart. Touches my heart. So I want you to know that no matter who you are, if you love Jesus, you know what? Just surrender. Let Jesus be Lord and master of your life. Let him have full reign of your heart and mind. Let Jesus be Lord and let let him use your life. First of all, lock into a church Be faithful. Love God. Pay your tithe. Be faithful every time the doors open. Take your Bible. Take a notebook. Read and learn and witness right while you're there. Win souls there. If you can't win souls in the church that you're in, you're in trouble. You'll never make it in the mission field. Amen? He that says he's a fisherman and his net is empty is a very foolish fisherman. So listen to me. Get your fishing pole out. Let's go fishing for Jesus. Amen? I am so excited. Don't forget, Say this prayer. Jesus, I need a miracle. Please forgive me. Lord, heal my heart. I'm cold. I'm angry. I'm away. I got sidetracked. I let people stop me, Lord. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. Come and be my Lord. Come and be my Savior. In Jesus' mighty name, I give you all the glory. I give you all the honor. I give you all the praise. Now, you said that prayer. Do me a favor. Come on out. Sunday morning, 10 a.m. A Church Alive is worth the drive. All right. I love you. God bless you.
0: You've been listening to A Touch From Above with Dr. Loana Steins. For your financial support of any amount, you'll receive her book, A Mother's Story, Send your gift to P.O. Box 2800 Ramona, California 92065. Visit a touch from and come visit a church service 10 a.m. at 16145 Highway 67, Ramona, California 92065. Dress warm, it's a church without walls.
1: Are you distracted? Seems like everything gets in the way. Come to a touch from above prayer mountain, 25 beautiful acres. Walk up to the cross or relax in a small private cabin to pray. Bring your leaders to pray. At Prayer Mountain, God answers prayer. Even Jesus had to get away to pray. Call today and make your reservation, 760-315-1967. Your answer is just a prayer way. A touch from above.org. Like the ravages of a flood, but I call on the name of Jesus. And the power of His blood, I have fixed.